You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Astros Baseball. It's Sunday, January the 3rd. I'm your host, Rob Fontenot. In this episode, we're going to talk about Marvin Gonzalez and Dallas Keuchel. Where are they going to land? We'll also get into uh, free agency a little bit more. In the second segment, I'm going to have a special guest, my best buddy and grandson, Juju. And because today is Super Bowl Sunday, we're going to talk about the Super Bowl as well as some other stuff. And the final segment is going to just be some odds and ends. I'm not even sure everything that's going to be involved, but we'll see what happens when we get there. So we're going to get to all this stuff right after this message. Okay, so the first thing I want to talk about are free agents. Marwin Gonzalez and Dallas Keuchel, where are they going to land? So there's a story that came out a while ago that they keep updating when somebody signs, but it's the top 79 free agents for this offseason. Of course, Harper and Machado are number one and two, and they haven't signed yet. Uh, Dallas Keuchel is the highest ranked guy that has not signed other than those two guys, and he's number six. Uh, just go down the list. Michael Brantley's number eight. We signed him, so that's good. Marwin Gonzalez, number 10. So two of the guys the Astros let go are in the top 10. You got Charlie Morton at number 20. He went to the Rays. Then we signed Wade Miley. He's at number 36. Uh, Machete sitting there at 42. And Gaddis sitting at number 77. I haven't heard anything about Evan Gaddis. The only rumblings I've ever heard about Evan Gaddis is the Atlanta Braves and that's probably mostly from the fans that want him back because he used to play for the Braves before he played for the Astros and that would reunite him with Brian McCann so that would be pretty cool so I look at this list and I wonder are there anyone is are there any other players on here that can actually come to the Astros and help us out or is that something we would want to do? So number 40, number 40 is Gio Gonzalez, left-handed pitcher. Could he help out? He could be in the rotation, and we could uh, move Josh James into the bullpen, which would help out. They also have Irvin Santana at 50, Clay Buckholtz at 53, and Edwin Jackson, who had a really good year with Oakland. I think the guys uh, played with... 11 or 13 teams. He's been everywhere playing for everybody. Uh, He had a good season. So one of these guys could come in, probably be as cheap as Wade Miley. Uh, In my opinion, I think the Astros are done. 
But, you know, these guys could fill that role if their goal was to sign two guys. Offensively, uh, Mike Moustakas is out there at number 23. Uh, the only thing I could see him doing is he could be our DH, but I don't think he's that much better at this stage of his career than Tyler White or whoever we end up putting out there would be. Uh, he can play third base. I would assume that he could possibly play first also. I'm not really sure. And if the Astros wanted to sign another bullpen arm, they could always just sign Bud Norris. He used to play for the Astros. He was a starter. Uh, he went to, I think, the Angels and maybe the Cardinals. I know it was a red team, but he was very good. He was a closer for a while for one of them, but he's been a pretty decent bullpen arm, and I think that would be maybe someone they could use if they decide not to get Tony Sit back, or maybe they're just done. I don't know if the Astros are done or not, but we'll find out. So where's Dallas Keuchel going to go? Uh, so what I did is I actually took a lot of time in the morning yesterday and I looked through all the other teams' websites to, to see if their names popped up. So Dallas Keuchel pops up on the Reds, the Phillies, the Brewers, the Orioles, the Braves, and the Astros. So a lot of action a lot of people talking about Dallas Keuchel on their websites. And Marwin, I only found him on the Brewers, the Giants, and the Padres. So it was rumored that 14 teams were looking into picking up Marwin Gonzalez. And uh, recently, I've only came up with three teams. So Dallas Keuchel, you got the Brewers. So right after Wade Miley signed with the Astros... A lot of the Brewer fans were talking about that means Dallas Keuchel is coming to the Brewers. Uh, Scott Boris and the owners of the Brewers have a very good relationship, so that could happen. You also have the Orioles, who have former uh, Astros uh, front office Mike Elias, who left Houston to be the GM with the Orioles, so you could see that happening However, they are rebuilding, and I don't think they're going to spend the money or sign anyone that long. But you never know. But it is a possibility. Uh, the Cincinnati Reds, they've been linked to them since day one, and uh, so that's still a possibility. Uh, the Braves, they, they claim that they're not done with their rotation, so he has been mentioned to be added by the Braves. And, of course, the Phillies. The Phillies, he's been linked to the Phillies for a while now. But I, as I said before, I think the Bryce Harper, Manny Machado thing is keeping him from signing. It's almost like Dallas Keiko is waiting to go to Philadelphia to get paid. If not, I don't know where he's going to go, but it could be one of these. And like I said last podcast, the the closer it gets to free agency the closer the possibilities that he comes back to Houston. So there is a possibility that he will go to the Astros. My prediction, I would say that he is going to go to the Brewers. But I'm not sure if they want to sign someone long-term. So maybe the Phillies. Let's go with the Phillies. Phillies, Brewers, 1-2. It's going to be one of them. Marvin Gonzalez. He was linked to the, the Giants. Uh, 
But they said he would be a great addition to the team, so why not try to pick him up? And I think the Giants are kind of rebuilding too. They were, they were. Uh, it kind of seems like they are shopping uh, Madison Bumgarner. So if you're thinking about trading him, that means you are rebuilding and you're not going to be signing anyone like Marwin. Uh, the Padres, uh, if they don't get Machado, it says that they are going to try to get Mustakas or Marwin Gonzalez to play third base. So he is linked to the Padres and the Brewers also. So both of these guys are linked to the Brewers. They do need a second baseman. Marwin is out there and Josh Harrison from the Pirates. They're both out there, so there's a possibility. Um, however, his agent Boris is seeking a long-term deal, and that's something the Brewers might not want to do. So my prediction for Marvin Gonzalez, if Machado doesn't go there, he will end up in San Diego. But who knows? There's so many places he could go. I think I've also read that he was going to go to the Angels. The Angels were interested in him. But the Angels were interested in Dallas Keuchel too. But yesterday when I read it, these two, the names didn't come up on those teams. That's just something I remember. So anyway, you got Dallas Keuchel, Brewers, Phillies, or the Astros. I think that's his top three landing spots. And Marwin is looking like the Padres or the Brewers. So that's it for this segment. Uh, We'll be right back. All right, now this segment is a special segment. I have my special guest here, my best buddy and my grandson, Juju. Hello. Okay, so because it's Super Bowl Sunday and you are a football guy, let's talk about the Super Bowl. First of all, who do you think... Let me ask you this. Who do you want to win? Rams. Why? Because the Patriots are cheaters because they defeated the balls and... Well, I just don't like the Patriots. I'm tired of seeing them going to the Super Bowl. I know. It seems like they go every year. Yes. So this is their 11th Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. So I asked you when you were born. You said 2008. So we already had this kind of prepared. One, two, three, four, five. This is their fifth Super Bowl since you've been alive. So half your life, you see the uh, Patriots. Patriots. But you go backwards one, two, three, four, one, two, one, two, three, four, five years. So that's kind of when you started even paying attention to football. They've been in there four out of five. So it feels like every year for you because the other times you're just a baby. So you asked me a question. How many Super Bowls have they won? They won five. They lost five. This is their 11th one. So who do you think's going to win? Rams. You think the Rams are going to be the greatest player of all time, Tom Brady? Yes. Why? Why do you think that? Because just... Just wishful thinking? Yes, yes. I don't... So you're not a big fan of cheaters, huh? No. Okay, so you were on my episode number six, and that was a very popular episode. We were at Buffalo Wild Wings. And then 21, where we went on the road trip. You remember that one? Mm-hmm. Yes. What did we do? We went to Bucky's and we talked and I cried halfway. And... <laughs> so we, we sat in the truck and talked for one hour, right? That was pretty funny. It wasn't even about baseball. It was just me and Juju 
Uh, I was going to say shooting the shit, but you're not allowed to cuss on here. Oh, I guess I did. I did already. All right, so your favorite team is who? Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys. Do you know how many Super Bowls they've won since you've been alive? None. None. Zero. Last time they won was 1996. In 89, I was 18. That's 7. I was 25 the last time they won a Super Bowl. Okay. So, now, let me ask you quickly about baseball. Last year I asked you, did you want to go to a game with me? And you said you don't know. How about now? Yes, I want to go with you. Yes! Um, Is there any specific team you want to see them play? Maybe the Rangers? Yeah. Oh, that would be fun, right? Rangers or Red Sox or someone. So, if I took you to a game and they played the Rangers, would you wear your Ranger stuff? I don't have any Ranger stuff. Oh, you don't? <laughs> I don't have out of me. Oh, okay. So, so hopefully we'll go and they don't play them. So you can, I'll get you an Astro shirt and we could be like this. And I'll get you one of those plaques that say your first game. So I'm looking forward to it. So we'll either go on Sunday or we'll spend the night. If we spend the night, we can go swimming because they have a little swimming pool there. Okay, so, and your favorite team in baseball? Rangers. Still with the Rangers and Astros second, maybe? Mm-hmm. Yeah? Yes. And what about, what'd you say, the Red Sox? You want to see the Red Sox play? So do you like the Yankees? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I would, I would kind of compare the Yankees to the, uh, the Patriots because okay. they're always so good. Okay, so I have some trivia for you. Um, I am going to say a team and you tell me if they are football, basketball, or baseball. Are you ready to play this? Yes, sir. Okay. The New York Jets. That is football. That is football. The uh, Vancouver... They're not Vancouver. Who are the Grizzlies? Are, are there even a team called the Grizzlies anymore? Yes, there is. In, in, uh, Minnesota? Milwaukee. See, I don't care about basketball. Yeah, they're... Basketball. How about the Philadelphia 76ers? That's basketball. That's basketball. Uh, let's go with the Kansas City Royals. Basketball. That is baseball. Sorry. Wah, wah. How about the Cardinals? That is football. Who is the Cardinals? The football team. Arizona Cardinals? Yes. Arizona. Were you aware that the St. Louis Cardinals is also a baseball team? That was a trick question. Yeah, the St. Louis Cardinals. You should have talked to me. I know. I'm tricking you. I'm tricking you. Okay, so let me ask you this trivia question. Who was in the Super Bowl last year? Eagles and Patriots. And who won? Eagles. Mm. And for a million dollars, who was the who won, who played the Super Bowl the year before that? I couldn't guess it if I didn't have it written down. It's the Patriots, and they won. Who did they beat? Oh, the... It's a bird. I know. Another bird, yeah. They beat birds. It's not the Cardinals. It's the Dirty Birds. The Falcons. No, why did you say that? So, this is the 11th Super Bowl for New England, and they are 5-5. They they lost the first two against the Bears in in 85. I was in 8th grade. And then they lost to Green Bay. And then that's when uh, Tom Brady took over. They won three in a row. 
they lost to the Giants twice, and they won a couple more, and then they lost to Philly last year. So, Juju is going for the Rams. The Rams, and he thinks they're going to win. Mm-hmm. Todd Gurley is awesome. Golf, they got a lot of weapons and a good defense. It should be good. Where are you going to watch it at? You going somewhere? Yes. Where? To Beto's house. Is that your uncle? I don't know. Oh, you don't know what he is? Okay, so my prediction is the New England Patriots will win. And the only reason why is I can't count out Tom Brady. Tom Brady is a winner. He's the GOAT, the greatest of all time. So is there anything you want to add here on Super Bowl Sunday? No. Okay, I'm just going to watch it here at the house. So I don't even think we're cooking out or anything. And I'm fine with that because I don't feel like doing anything. How about you? You looking forward to having fun? You got school tomorrow, right? I know. <sighs> okay, so in conclusion, you got the Rams. I got New England. We're going to the Astro game next summer. Bottom line, we're doing it. Thanks for joining me, Juju. I appreciate you. And hopefully hundreds of people listen to this. Okay. Bye-bye, people. <laughs> okay, so on this third segment, there's things I want to talk about. Uh, the last podcast, I talked about wins and losses and whether or not they're irrelevant. And I just don't like that word. I know they're not used to measure who the best pitcher is, but they're not irrelevant. There's no way that pitchers don't care. They're irrelevant as far as figuring out who the best pitcher is, but they're not irrelevant total all. So it so it just depends on how you're interpreting when someone says that. So Mark Yu is always texting me, not always, but he's texting me uh, different things about baseball. And I'm going to use two of the things he sent me to do this last segment. So I do appreciate him sending this in. And both of them have to do with the wins and losses. So the first thing was Jacob deGrom, National League Cy Young Award winner. He was one vote away, 29 out of 30 votes for the Cy Young Award. One vote away from being the unanimous winner of the Cy Young, and he could have been the 13th overall. He ended the season with a 1.70 ERA. He pitched 217 innings, and he struck out almost a third of the hitters that he faced. However, he only won 10 games, and to make it even more interesting, he had a win-loss record of 8-9 and nine going into his last starts. However, he only allowed one run, and so he was able to end the season 10-9, and which is pretty much what Dallas Keiko finished with 12-11. and However, he allowed three runs or less. This is amazing, and this is why he won. He allowed three runs or less in 31 of his 32 starts. Two runs or less in 23 of them, and either one run or zero runs in 18 of his starts. So he had 18 starts where he only allowed one run or zero runs, and he only ended up with 10 wins. That is amazing. I would like to break his year down like I did the other two guys and give him credit for wins. I bet that he would get a lot of them. So he tied for 22nd in wins, 
But he wins the uh, Cy Young Award with a 10-9 record. But, like I said, ERA means something. Innings pitched. There's a lot of different factors. But he was just amazing. He just didn't get any help. I'm not sure how the other pitchers did. I don't even remember how the Mets finished. But anyway, there was another thing he sent me. I don't know what year it was, but Cliff Lee and Cole Hamels both pitched for the Phillies one year. Uh, Cliff Lee, 30 games. Hamill, 31. Their ERA, 316 to 305. Innings pitched, Cliff Lee, 211. Cole Hamels, 215. Uh, Cliff Lee had 74 earned runs. Hamels, 73. 207 strikeouts. Cole Hamels had 216. And they both had a war of 4.2. So very, very similar numbers. Almost identical. However, Cliff Lee's win-loss record, 6-9. and nine. Cole Hamill's win-loss record, 17-6. and six. The difference between those two, besides bad luck probably, is when Cole Hamill's was pitching, he averaged 1.3 more runs of run support than Cliff Lee got. So there's an example of two people with the exact, pretty close, exact same numbers pitching, and they're pitching on the same team, but somehow, I don't know if it's bad luck or the rotation where they might have faced tougher pitchers when Cliff Lee was uh, pitching. I'm not sure, but you have the same exact numbers and a 6-9 and nine record for one guy and a 17-6 and six record for another. So going back to this is changing the subject to starting pitchers, the uh, MLB network announced the top 10 starting pitchers and first baseman. Uh, the best starting pitcher was Max Scherzer, uh, Chris Sale, Jacob deGrom. I, I, I think they figure these for the last two seasons. And then you got Kluber and Justin Verlander at five. And the AL Cy Young Award winner, Blake Snell, number 10. So it has to be figuring in the last two years because you've got Jacob DeGrom at three and Snell at 10. Uh, first base, no surprise, Paul Goldschmidt, uh, Freeman, and then Votto. Yuli Gurriel, although I voted for him, he did not make the top 10. So before I go, I, I think we might have some new listeners out there. So if you ever want to contribute to the show. You can do like Mark does. You can text me at 210-919-1695. You can text me questions. You can uh, have comments on previous uh, podcasts. Or I know for sure if you have an, uh, a, uh, what is it called? An iPhone? Then you can make a voice memo and you can text that to me. So if you want to make a voice memo and voice your opinion of the Astros or the podcast or whatever, you can record that, send it to me, I'll put it on there. Also, another way to be involved is you can download the Anchor app. Uh, It's free, it's super easy to use. All you have to do is download it, and then you favorite my station, and then you can send me messages. It's only 59 seconds, but you can send me a message, and I'll put it on the show. Anything you send me, positive, negative, You could be a fan of another team. Whatever you want to do, 
I'll play it on here. It doesn't matter what you say. And so and the last thing I want to say, I don't, I'm sure some of you have noticed, but I put some advertising on here. And so it's just a short 30-second ad. It's going to generate a little bit of money for the podcast. And uh, what I'm going to do with it is I'm going to buy Astro's merchandise. And I am going to give that away. So whenever I make enough money to buy something, I'm going to have some kind of contest. And the winner, I will order something online for you and have it mailed to you. So whatever I get from the podcast is going to go straight back to the people who listen to it. So once again, uh, you might need to write my number down. That might be a way you're going to uh, submit your... uh, I don't know, to be in the contest, whatever it's called. But I'll figure that out later whenever I get... It's going to take a while to get enough money to uh, have some kind of drawing, but it's getting pretty close. But anyway, that is it for this episode. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you enjoyed the uh, Super Bowl uh, part with my grandson and my best buddy, Juju. He's a little shy, so hopefully you heard him and everything came out good. Uh, Anyway, that's it. Nothing happening. Enjoy your Super Bowl, your time with your family, and we'll see you next time on Astros Baseball. Thanks for listening. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.